When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Broadcasting live from Florida's capital city, this is the Jeff Cameron Show, brought to you by Orange Theory Fitness on Real Talk 93.3. Now, stop what you're doing and listen closely. It's time for the Jeff Cameron Show in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Everybody, this would be the Jeff Cameron Show right here on 93.3 Real Talk Radio. And of course, War Chant TV, where we're able to join the all-day National Signing Day live discussion. It's uh, time to weigh in and have this uh, grand discussion. I have to imagine that the last couple hours, uh, Tommy, have been pretty heated. I've dipped my toes in the water a little bit earlier on. Obviously, been paying attention to all that's been happening. But uh, let's get it going. Let's get it on. I... I I just want to start with this. As stunning as it is, as shocking as it is, I really do think that more than anything else, and, and again, when you're on the wrong end of a precedent being set, or it doesn't benefit you when precedent is set, it's awfully tough to stomach. And I am right along with all those that are pretty devastated today to find out Travis Hunter won't be playing football at Florida State. I will say this. It beats the hell out of Travis Hunter saying, I'm not coming to Florida State, but I am going to Florida or Miami or Georgia. Uh, you don't want a guy of that talent uh, being somebody that you're going to have to compete against uh, and compete against for conference and or playoff spots or what have you two and three years down the road. So that won't be the case now. I don't know that if that helps mitigate uh, the pain, but I think really it's a, a better way to segue into uh, the new landscape, Tom. Uh, the first thing I thought of be- after saying, oh, bleep, was we all wondered how quickly we would see the impact, the serious impact that NIL and the potential deals that could be signed, corporate sponsors joining forces with whether it be a media outlet, whether it be a university, a head coach, whatever it might be, how quickly we would see the impact uh, on the totality of college football and college recruiting. Uh, Unfortunately, we saw today uh, immediately just how seismic it is. Uh, It won't be the last. And, you know, I I had somebody reach out to me and say, how do we get outbid uh, by Jackson State? Well, we didn't get outbid by by them. We got outbid by Barstool Money and Deion Sanders Um, and the ability to offer up allegedly uh, in the neighborhood of a million or two million dollars. Yeah, I could see how you lose. I could see how that uh, that you don't win that battle. It'll be interesting from this point forward, though, because I think 
while we were in an antiquated way of doing business for a very long time that largely benefited the universities and coaches solely, players taking back some of the power now, we may have overcorrected, overshifted, or certainly we've shifted in a way that there is no regulation, so no real, real parameters. And we've talked about the need for a college football czar for some time. And I think that you're going to watch the wild, wild west, like we see today, play out pretty consistently until that time comes that there is a leader, at least amongst the schools that have decided to play elite college football. We've been talking about whether the Power Five was going to break away at some point, whether or not there was going to be an entirely different set of rules, players making money, whatever it might be. Well, I think this will expedite that process, if anything. Uh, but it does feel an awful lot like you can't trust anything right now. You can't know anything for certain right now. I mean, yeah, I know Florida State's devastated today, and I feel that way. But I can't imagine, you know, Alabama wanted Travis Hunter. Georgia wanted Travis Hunter. I mean, he, you know, th these are teams that all went after him hard, too, and lost to Jackson State. So we are on the precipice of something completely different than what we're accustomed to. And most of the time, change is met with skepticism. Most of the time, change is met with – a lot of cases, downright anger and frustration and confusion. And if you feel all of those emotions right now, join the club. I think everybody does. I think everybody wants to know, well, where is our place? Where do we fit in? I know we just lost this kid. I know that it's national news. I know that it's, it's, a, it's a game changer. Well, but how is it that Florida State's going to compete moving forward? And what will happen with NIL deals? I do know it's, it, it's a leveling of the playing field to some degree. In some cases, I mean, there's no way that kid in all likelihood goes with Dion if there's not some sort of major incentive involved. And maybe that does level the playing field. I'm not hating on that today. I just know that the bitter disappointment Florida State fans feel and the bitter disappointment Mike Norvell and his staff must feel uh, are, are certainly understandable. At the same time, I'm looking big picture. I'm looking where are we headed? Who can compete? Who can't? What kind of NIL structure do you have to have in place? Who do you have to align yourself with in order to offer or match some of these extraordinary circumstances that befell all the schools involved in recruiting now? Yeah, this is a shot across the bow to all of college football, big-time college football, that any one player can be poached to go anywhere. Now, we have to be the ones that make the example, that are the example. No, it that's, sucks. It that, sucks. That, that's the crappy part about today. Listen, I, I woke up. Early on, got some stuff done for the signing day presentation here on WarChant TV, and, and it's been a fun day, uh, not in the literal sense of or the, the common sense of the word, but it's um, it's been interesting and it's been fun. But I was irritated to begin with today because the news broke. I think it was Adam Rittenberg who had it first, and then obviously we, we have it now here on WarChant.com, but that Kenny Dillingham officially is, is going mm -hmm. to Oregon. Now, we, we had long discussed that here on the site, that that's the way things were trending. If he was going to stick around, you know, sooner than later. But I was irritated because as we were signing off on Tuesday, or sorry, on Monday afternoon, just let us know. You know, let, let us have the, the right transparent message to give to recruits before signing day. Because the way the transfer portal is, you know, a signature doesn't really matter all that much. So, you know, they can always go right back into the transfer portal. I was irritated to begin with. Then Tyree West went to Tennessee. And yeah. Julian Mella delayed his decision. And then there were some rumblings that maybe Travis Hunter was having second thoughts, maybe not. And then about 90 minutes later, he was gone. It has been a devastatingly difficult day. Really bad day. Yeah, you know, it's interesting to me. A lot of people look, uh, look, I think, I think competing things can be true. You can be disappointed. I, I, you brought up Tyree West. Let's bring that up, first of all. 
Florida State has got to get better, clearly, at closing. Florida State's got to do a better job of not being surprised by these kinds of things. But you can separate that from what's happening with Travis Hunter. Those are very different discussions. You know, a a kid deciding that he doesn't want to go to a place because there's coaching movement or he gets a better NIL deal relative to what we know NIL deals to mostly be up to this point, you know, okay, that's a different discussion. When you're talking about a historical shift, if in fact, we we have not confirmed this, but if Travis Hunter chose to go with Dion because he got $2 million, well, who the hell could blame him? I mean, right. you, you couldn't be mad at Travis Hunter. I, I, you, know, you couldn't, you know, somebody would say, how could he choose to do this? $2 million is how, if that's the case. Um, so, I mean, I understand that. If anybody offered you $2 million coming out of high school to go do anything, you would do it, no matter what your loyalties were. Yeah, and, and if, you know, the competing offer was in the neighborhood of, say, a quarter mil, and, you know, just throwing a, a figure out there, a beatable figure. Right. And that would make the decision all the tougher. What's what's unfortunate and what Michael hit on several times today is, hey, you know, you're allowed to give the staff a heads up if that's the way you're leaning. Now, like you mean to tell me that that offer for two mil was not delivered until last night late or, or I first? Mean, I don't at the time. We don't know that. I, I maybe maybe they up the ante. Maybe Dion's backers. You know, I doubt Dion's pulling two million from his own bank account. Uh, let's say they, they thought they wanted to make a splash. They wanted to do something for production purposes, whatever it might be. They knew this would make a splash and they had floated out a figure to Travis Hunter. And maybe that figure originally was something around 500 grand or 700 grand. I don't know. I'm just, it's a total, uh, guess at the, as the money, maybe Florida state was able to say, yeah, we can do that. We, we, we can do that. We'll match it. Well, and at some point you got barstool money, whatever you have, you come in with $2 million and we're like, okay, well, for now, we're, we're out, you know? I mean, maybe you couldn't match it. I, I don't know. Maybe it was that kind of chips to the table, all in, let's do something that is historical. Maybe it was. Well, and that's the thing. It's not like there's a salary cap in, in this world at all, and maybe that's where we need to start talking about in the big picture. But for Jackson State, all you need is one of those players. You know, right. you don't need 10. Right. You don't need 10. Now, at Alabama or Georgia, they're going to spread the money around to 10 different players. So that's the thing. You put all your eggs in this basket, and you get everything you wanted immediately. The moment he does that signing ceremony – Jackson State gets everything it needs. He doesn't even need to be good for them. They got the moment that they were looking for. So, you know, now if he is good, then it's going to turn into a full-on docuseries that'll come out, you know, 10, 20 years from now about the day that college football changed even more than it had before. The day that money actually ruled the day more than it ever had. And and we all know that money is, is already the thing that talks the loudest when it comes to college recruiting in both football and basketball. But they only needed to put their eggs in, in one basket, and it was Travis Hunter and you know, if it's if it was the offer that he couldn't refuse, it was the offer that he couldn't refuse. It just, you know, when you have three or four things stacked in a four hour period of time, when you wake up and you think it's going to be a positive day and none of those things hit. Damn it, man. That's a tough one. Yeah, I, I think um, also I, I've heard people say, well, this is a game changer uh, for HBCUs everywhere. Maybe, but very few schools have an influencer, the magnitude of Deion Sanders who has access to corporate partnerships that most head coaches at other HBCUs or most head coaches anywhere don't have. I mean, Dion is a unique figure in the world of sports, and he has access to a lot that most coaches simply don't. So it is a unique set of circumstances, and he leveraged that uh, to his benefit, obviously to Travis Hunter's benefit, to Jackson State's uh, benefit. It sucks because it 
what ends up happening, obviously, is this historical moment, which you would otherwise kind of be intrigued by. You try to learn the lesson from you'd, you'd, you'd be interested in happens on your back. It, 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 you know, the weight of all of this falls on Florida State, Florida State's program, Florida State's fans. And the natural reaction to have a loss like this of this magnitude is for people to defend themselves and to be very, very angry. And I get it. I get it. I'm frustrated, too. Um, I do think Florida State filled an awful lot of needs today, especially on the offensive line. They had some losses in this class. Uh, you brought up West, you know, and Armella didn't sign today, and that can't bode well either. That's got to be fixed. You, if, if we're not talking about an extraordinary set of circumstances, which is what Travis Hunter's situation is, this other stuff you got to fix. You got to get right, and you got to be sure you're not caught off guard. Uh, yeah, this was not going, Tom. This was not going to be a big class. They had verbaled 16. They were leaving a ton open for the transfer portal. So almost by definition, if you lose three or four guys, in particular the number one player in the country, you're going to be bitterly disappointed. But that's not to say that you didn't sign 13 or potentially sign 12 to 13 other guys that were major difference makers that you were already excited about before this news came down today. That you didn't get everybody and I didn't think we'd get everybody it's just that I didn't think we would lose Travis Hunter yeah yeah the, the positive is that you are fortifying in some ranks and, and Alex Atkins it's widely reported now we had it this morning that he's expected to be Florida State's next offensive coordinator which is what we discussed on Monday openly yeah. the moment that the the rumors uh, had legs that Dan Lanning was kicking the tires on Kenny Dillingham it was okay make sure Alex Atkins doesn't go anywhere so that would be like the biggest piece of good news, I'd say, today. Outside of maybe a couple of signees, Sam McCall was the first one in the uh, the fax room this morning just after 7 a.m., but that you have that in place to continue to get better in the trenches is a good thing, and you've addressed some needs, but I, I just I have a hard time. I mean, I, I'm with Sky Ninja here, who thanks for the contribution to uh, to the program, which is we got to adapt and, and, you know, what staff changes are needed after today, because I think it's, it's fair to put that on the table. At well, this point. let's get, let's just get straight to the point. Ron Dugans is probably not going to retain his position much longer. He has failed miserably with these receivers. He doesn't look like he's got anybody coming in here. We may lose out on every one of these receivers. That's a tough day at the office. Uh, you got to be able to recruit. That's the bottom line. I, you can love Ron Dugans and I do. You can appreciate what he was as a player. At the end of the day, I was very critical of Chris Marv when he left. And I like Chris Marv. I've had numerous conversations with him, but he wasn't recruiting. And it's about getting and retaining and getting the you know signature on the line, which is dotted. You got to bring in players. And if you're not going to bring in players, you got to bring in somebody else who will, and you got to let that guy go. So, you know, that's today that that very well may be the resounding lesson here. As far as whether Florida State is adapting to the new world, the new landscape, the new world order of NIL, they absolutely are. Is it as quickly as everybody would like. It doesn't appear to be. But remember this, there are different laws in different states. This is truly the wild, wild west. Nobody is playing by the same rules. And so I, that's why I keep coming back to a czar of college football where we, we have some regulations. I'm not saying don't pay players or we're paying two players too much. Those are ancillary discussions. I'm talking about what is a rule in Florida has to be the same rule in Alabama, has to be the same rule in Georgia, has to be the same rule in Ohio. And that is not the case right now. And the NCAA, the second they got told to go home, just put their hands up and said, 
okay, because the courts told them they were wrong. And so they don't really have means by which to implement the changes or whatever regulatory process we want to see implemented. They can't. Something new has to be developed or else we're going to be in a situation where college football suffers and not everybody's playing by the same rules. And at which point that means the integrity of the sport comes into question. Yep. And you're right. So we're at that intersection, like Florida State University. I'm not talking about like we're all living it right now, but Florida State University is living it in a way that, you know, if there was a textbook as such a thing in 20 years about uh, the era of NIL and, and how all this stuff worked, we would be the school that's brought up because of this moment, what happened today. So we witness history today. We were just absolutely on the wrong end of it. Well, yeah, we were on the wrong end, at least in terms of what we desired out of it. You yeah. know, I don't think I don't think football uh, saw a history changing moment for the negative. I think it's probably a positive. I think leveling of the playing field and giving people opportunities that otherwise normally don't is a good thing. But I would say when you're on the wrong end of the result of what you wanted, uh, it's tough to, to think big picture. It's tough to to look at it with a clear head. Um, you know, if you're Mike Norvell, I'll say this. The best thing that could happen with this situation that's so bitterly disappointing is that if you can confirm and find out that what was in play was a history-making NIL deal for the number one player in the country to shun Florida State, Georgia, Alabama, Ohio State, and everybody else and choose to go uh, to a much smaller platform, at least from television cameras and overall budgets, uh, if, if, what, if, what, if what was the impetus for that is a record-breaking NIL deal, well, you're really going to get mad at Mike Gravel over that? I mean, I, the best thing that could happen to him is you found out he got $2 million. Nobody knew that was on the playing surface. Nobody knew that was part of a selling point. Nobody knew that that was a thing because it's never been done. It's never been done to that extent. Yeah, so now the fallout, it gets interesting, and, and we'll have plenty of time to chew on that. Um, you know, as the offseason, it's, it's a bad start to the offseason. But it's when when certain donors – are making gifts and donations and endowments and, and all those types of offerings to a university. Does that percentage go down? And does the war chest for the NIL go up? Because I would imagine so. I think that's where this is all going. And you just have to wonder, because we had an arms race for football-only facilities and uh, new weight rooms and uniforms and all the shiny and bright things at universities. And we thought, wow, what a waste. Or Nick Saban could, uh, could take a, a $6 million pay cut and pay everybody on his team 50 grand out of his pocket and still make over $5 million a year. Like that's the place we're getting where the money is so ridiculous. We're about, I think to add another chapter to that where universities themselves better brace themselves because there are a lot of gifts that are tied to athletics that might just go straight into the NIL and straight into the players pockets because the bubble has now burst. All of that money that you were making off of the student athlete, specifically the football player, or in some cases, the basketball player, that's going to get redirected. You might be the middleman in the equation at universities. So they better have the impetus to, to go and, and seek change. Because if they don't, all they're going to see is their own money go down and players' money go up even more, which is not necessarily a bad thing, but you got to get out in front of it. Um, yeah, by the way, I do believe we just got another commitment and a big one at that. Uh, is that uh, is there, is Thomas? Did he just sign? Did Thomas just sign? I believe that may be true. Um, let's take a look uh, while we're – talking here because obviously there is still the news of other players that must be signed and that would be a big deal so uh, i'll go run down and confirm that that he committed but uh we do have florida state football's twitter feed up which lets us know when the faxes come in when you can declare somebody uh signed as, and a member of the class uh but azaria thomas did commit to florida state so the secondary class yeah. which a massive hit did get a little bit stronger 
uh, because that's a really good player. Azaria Thomas is a good player. Also, understand this, that let's say the this class ends up as a top 20 class in that neighborhood. If Florida State signs a top 20 class fresh off of going five and seven on the heels of winning three games the previous season and not being any good the two previous seasons before that, I would say that is a Herculean, Herculean effort. I would say that that is rather surprising. And that is the good news of today, that they are still able, even in the midst of this disappointment, to perhaps sign a top 25, top 20 class when our rivals, if you look all around us, are not doing that. And they're not on the heels of five straight years of bitter disappointment. So there is a positive here. Florida State got better today. And they do have an opportunity, obviously, in the transfer portal to do some serious damage. And so, um, yeah, it does look like they have signed Thomas. And, you know, you're talking, again, you're talking about a 6'3 kid. Uh, that's that's different. That plays different. So uh, that's a big signing. It's a four-star kid to go along with several others from today. And if you look along the bottom of the the ticker there, you'll see everybody that has signed and, and, and is in. Um, you can add, it looks like, Thomas to, to the deal here. But uh, so, you know, Early and Richardson and Lyons and Powers and Sapp and Charlton, Graham Jr., uh, Brian Courtney, Rodney Hill, uh, Sam McCall, obviously right out the gates this morning. Uh, really a, a versatile superstar player potentially in the making, uh, you know, Hester as well. So it's been a big day. It's been, it's been a big day. They did not get the big fish. They did not get the guy. And they yeah. may lose out on two others. And that is disappointing. Each situation's different. Got to analyze it, know why it happened. But let's not ignore the fact that Florida State – is still probably going to finish with the top 25 class, which is fairly shocking given what this program's been. Well, and you mentioned Jalen early too, and this is something that we need to communicate to uh, our viewers on Warchan TV, that this is a radio program means that typically we have full commercial breaks that you'll be hearing on Warchan TV, as we do most every day when the Jeff Cameron Show is live right here, one to three Monday and then Wednesday through Friday. But given that today is a special day with extra content, we do have videos and a breakdowns that our own Irish Chaffel and Dominic Robinson did for Warchant TV for all of the signees. So once the facts has actually come in and they're confirmed, we release these videos with breakdowns. D-Rob telling Ira because uh, Dominic has been involved in the high school and uh, college ranks enough to know and enough to be a scout more than just a player. Uh, we'll be playing those for you when we go to commercial break on the radio in Tallahassee. So Jalen Early is the first one that will be up when we go to our next break. Uh, I heard you mention his name, so I figured that was the opportunity to mention that. Well, let's segue that now. We're 25 in. We should take that break for our radio purposes. You're listening to The Jeff Cameron Show on 93.3 Real Talk Radio, and you're watching it on War Chant TV. Thanks so much for all of you that are here. We'll continue to have the, the larger discussion on what this day means, the impact of it, both the good and the bad. There is both today. Unfortunately, uh, one of those bad uh, moments for Florida State, the number one recruit in the country, uh, with a history-making decision today, and Florida State's on the wrong end of it, and it's tough to take. Uh, but uh, obviously, uh, you know, there's nuance to this discussion, so we'll come back and have more of it in just a moment. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time time or your money back guaranteed because with ebay motors you're burning rubber not cash 
all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The Jeff Cameron Show is a production of the Warchant.com Multimedia Network. Check out Warchant.com today for the latest news inside Florida State Athletics. That's Warchant.com. Now, back to Jeff on Real Talk 93.3. Jeff Cameron Show 93.3 Real Talk Radio and Warchant TV back with you on this, the early National Signing Day special. And uh, we were talking about the, the nuanced discussion, the larger discussion, Florida State on the wrong end of uh, what you would say is the biggest flip in college football recruiting history. And um, there's no way, I would say, Tom, no matter where we go uh, from here, there's really no way to counteract that and have a discussion in which this shifts into a feeling of positivity. And, and I don't mean, we don't need it to. Uh, we can talk about the misses. We can talk about how devastating it is to lose out on the biggest flip or be on the wrong end of the biggest flip in uh, college recruiting history. We, we can, and we have, and that's all anybody's going to talk about really surrounding Florida State. Um, but I, I, would, I would say this. I'm very, very curious to see how this closes. There's some guys whose jobs might be on the line, and there will be further evaluation for this staff, what they did right, what they did wrong, what they have to get worlds better at. Uh, and then also, I just want to know the players because I know the players that they have signed today um, are, are players that we were all excited about. It's overshadowed. There's no getting around it. When, when you lose a couple of players, it's always disappointing. When you lose a player to the magnitude of Travis Hunter, it's the only thing you think about. Uh, so I get it. I, I, I get it. But Florida State had to, had to bring in a good offensive line class. Now, we'll see if Armella ends up not signing with Florida State. He delayed his decision to February today. That probably doesn't bode well, if we're being honest, for Florida State. But I know four other offensive linemen said yes today, and we were all excited about those guys. And that's a position that we've been fretting over, and rightfully so, for five freaking years. So that, that's the good side of today. Uh, they could do better. Uh, it's disappointing. I think today will not be perceived as a huge win for this staff and for Coach Norvell. Uh, but it's not without its gains. Yeah, Kayshawn Sapp, when he signed early today, he was one of the first five to come in. Uh, that was a, a sigh of relief. Um, yeah. you know, Jalen Early is a part of this class. Um, there'll be there'll be some others, too, in the transfer portal that'll come in the next, oh, I don't know, five, six months on the long term. But there might, there might be a, a player or two. I know Bless Harris is somebody who had already committed to Florida State. What you know about Bless Harris, Tom Lang? There you go. There you go. And then you've got a lot of returning players this year who developed and they and they got better uh, as 2020 came, became 2021. You give them another year with Alex Atkins. And I'd like to think that we're, we're on a course in which the offensive line is going to be fixed in the long term. We'll see about the short term how good it can get. But in the next two to three years uh, with this class today, it looks like you've got more bona fide blue chipper types than some of the chances we took on players in recent years. Now, we'll see. It's all going to shake out later on after development takes place. But I've got faith in this coaching staff, to, uh, especially Alex Atkins, to get the kids brought in today, the kids that we already have on campus, and some transfers in here and put together a decent starting five that maybe, just maybe, we can have some balance on offense. And, and I know that that's what uh, Nikki, thank you for your contribution, is getting after as well, the point she's getting to, which is, there are a lot of good guys that have signed, and you just said it too. These, there are some legitimate wins today, 
It's just the giant shadow that's cast of some of the guys we didn't get, namely Travis Hunter, which you just hope there are no more dominoes that fall after Travis went elsewhere. So to me, if we're going to hyper-focus, and I mean this in a, I don't mean this in a bad way, if we're going to look at where Florida State failed and why we should be disappointed, to me it's about wide receiver more than anything else. I mean, you had to bring in some talented receivers, and it looks like that's an area that they're not going to hit a lot of home runs in here, and, and that is it's unacceptable. Obviously, you have to do better than that. Uh, you can listen, Travis Hunter, not getting Travis Hunter, who may have been uh, arguably coming in uh, to National Signing Day, certainly seems to be, anyhow, uh, consensus the biggest game changer on the board. Not getting him, there's no good way to spin that. There's no, I'm not even trying to. But to me, you can, you, you can live, your, your program can get better and you can be a good football team without a Travis Hunter. What you can't do, though, is whiff completely at wide receiver. Uh, we think he would have certainly helped there. And you can't continue to have this patchwork offensive line and no linebackers. These are the areas, I mean, you, you got to win in the trenches. So if you're getting gains there, there is a positive to look at. If you're not, if you're losing out on those guys, then you're going to keep losing games. You can you can lose um, more games because your offensive line and your line of scrimmage isn't able to compete than certainly uh, than you would if you didn't have a shut a shutdown, lockdown corner. Yeah, and I think what's happening here is we had talked about this from the NIL versus, or not NIL, excuse me, that's where I'll get to from the transfer portal to the high school recruiting perspective of like, okay, when you break out a how to fix a program map and you've got your philosophy, where are you going to spend most of your time? Is it multi-year transfers or is it high school players? And that's what we were talking about just from a, like almost in a, a vacuum, a philosophy standpoint. But now the other part of it is how are you going to fundraise enough to Khalil's point here on the Warchant TV chat how are you going to fundraise enough that you can make headway in both areas? Because I, I feel like where we're going now is in a place where it's almost like free agency. And, and it very much is. But what I mean by that is it's the night before signing day. And maybe each institution, whether or not the state allows for um, you know communication between a, a booster organization and an NIL organization to be you know simpatico or not, it's going to be where the night before signing day, you have multiple schools or multiple NIL organizations calling a kid or a kid's handler and saying, hey, let us be the last phone call because we can do bet we can make the best offer for you. It's almost like having four car dealerships at once trying to give you the sedan you've always wanted. You know, like and, and you're going to get the calls from the salesman. Oh, well, they lowered your lease down to 325 a month. I can do 308 a month. How about that? I think that's where we're going here unless we've got a better handle on things as a sport. And until we do, you've got to raise money hand over fist in mm -hmm. order to make sure that you close on signing day because closing used to be going to mom's living room and tell them what they want to hear or tell them the right thing. Now closing is making a phone call to a handler or the player themselves and telling them the number they want to hear. It's a completely different ballgame. No, the game has completely shifted. It's total, That's why we called it repeatedly historical. This is a seismic shift in the way that recruiting works. And it, rightfully, there is a lot of angst amongst Florida State fans as to whether or not Florida State is able to compete. I'll just say this again. I think that long-term, you got to have everybody playing under the same rules. you got to find out what those rules are. Right now, there are no rules. I mean, obviously, we there is a very basic structure set up for NIL. Uh, but in terms of money's being spent, how much, how little, how it gets you know brought in, I mean, it's easily you know negotiable, and, and we see now that it's changing all the time. I don't blame 
Mike Norvell for not realizing that uh, Barstool Money and Deion Sanders would have come in and offered $2 million, allegedly, to, to his number one recruit. That's a toughie. Uh, I don't know that he could have done anything about it, even if he did know it. Uh, so, you know, that's, uh, that, that's an outlier. That's a very different situation. Let me, let me address something here, Chuck. Thank you. Does NIL legislation require the disclosure of the money? How much and where is it from? I don't know. I'm not going to pretend to know that answer. I do not know that answer. I do not know what is required because it's not the same in every state. And I don't know uh, the laws, uh, you know, what they are for every uh, program in every state. I, I don't know. Yeah, uh, I think what I, you'll I would, find is there will be a splinter media community like Darren Ravel of college who can't wait to tell you how much everything is. I think, I think right. that's yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. we end up finding out. We'll, we'll end up finding out. I, I do believe that's true, but I don't know what the specific rule states. So I don't want to make something up and tell you something that I don't know. Uh, in theory, I was right. Podcast says, you know, when you stub your toe or destroy your funny bone and it hurts so bad, all you can do is laugh through the pain. That's what this is like. A little bit, a little bit. Uh, it's, it's. I'm not going to sit here and blow smoke and tell you it's not bitterly disappointing. It is. It's the first thing I thought of was, oh man. We're on the wrong end of a completely different way of going about recruiting. We're on the wrong end of a game-changing moment in the world of college athletics. That's it. It's nothing short than that. It is a – I don't even know that in scope we can really realize just how big today's news was. And I'm not just talking about for Florida State or Jackson State. I'm, I'm talking about for the world of college football and recruiting across the board. We are seeing – a, again, absolute massive turn uh, in the way that business in college football gets done, where the money comes from, how much is siphoned, where it goes, who's in charge, how does recruiting work, what kind of staff you have to put together. Um, I mean, it, it's certainly changing. It's certainly something. And, and again, when you're on the wrong end of it, it's, it's tough. Now, look, truth minus the BS, writes Jeff Cameron, you must speak out against the high number of hateful messages directed at Travis and Dion. This isn't a great look for our program and fan base. They're using your platform. Well, chats on YouTube are notorious for crazy stuff to be said. Uh, I'm not going to – I don't know that uh, we, we need to worry about the comment section of uh, you know Internet sites and the like. I, it's always a little shaky. Let me say this. I don't blame Travis at all. I, I, I began the show by saying, how are you going to get mad at, at, at Travis Hunter? How are you going to get mad at, at, at a kid that if, in fact, he was paid a, a huge sum of money to take his talents uh, to, to a place that, that nobody expected him to? You can't you're gonna be mad at the kid. Again, anybody comes to your kid and says, hey, you, you're really good at football. We'd love for you to come play football here. Yeah, well, get in line. All these other schools are too. Yeah, well, we've got $2 million that we're willing to give you. If that happened, if that's true. Mm-hmm. If you're Travis Hunter, there's your insurance policy against ever right. getting hurt and not having the, the ability to play in the NFL, right? I mean, you just made $2 million. If you play your cards right, you don't ever have to work again. Yeah, think so, about it. Yeah, yeah. you made $2 million from being really good in high school. Like right. That's crazy. That- that's why it's so drastically different. So I don't. Nobody should blame Travis Hunter. It stinks. It's tough to watch. It's tough to stomach. I will say this for any kid, Travis Hunter or any kid. I've said I've railed against this for years. I do think you owe it to. You don't have to bow down to anybody. It's your talent that they're after. You're the reason that they're recruiting you. You've worked hard. You've put in the time. You've sacrificed. You've done all those things. So I don't expect you to kowtow to anybody. 
I would say you owe a measure of respect to the people who put in the time and the effort to recruit you, to talk to you, to educate you, to talk to your parents, all those things. And what I mean by that is it's not a good look for any kid anywhere in the country, and he's not the first and he won't be the last, to put on Georgia's hat, Florida State's hat, anybody's hat, and then just mock it and throw it off in the crowd like it's a piece of trash. Probably not a wise idea, not a real good look. Not the end of the world. I'm not going to freak out about it. I've said this for years about every kid. That's the only thing that I would roll my eyes at a little bit is uh, I think you owe a measure of respect to those uh, coaches and staffs that have treated you well and treated your family well, if in fact they did. And I don't think you would have been considering their university if they didn't. So I think that's probably uh, not always the greatest look. But I get it. It's 18 years old, showmanship, immaturity. It happens. I don't blame him for the money. Uh, and if he took it, that's fine. I, I would tell my kid to take it too. Uh, that said, as far as Dion goes, I've never been one to praise Dion. I think he's a carnival barker. I think he's a sham. Uh, but I don't blame him for doing his job at Jackson State. Also, he's the greatest corner to ever live. So I, I do acknowledge that. Um, but I don't, I mean, I don't idolize or admire him. I never have. Uh, a gazillion other Florida State players that I admire much more who are also uh, great players, All-Americans and All-Famers. But he did do his job for Jackson State. I mean, he's paid by them to bring kids to play for them. I, 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 I don't begrudge him that. Uh, I don't think he's endeared himself for many reasons over the years to Florida State. Uh, this will add to that probably, uh, the overall perception that this certainly will add to it. Yeah, my guess is um... – it's either deferred salary or, or whatever, you know, that, that Barstool is able to make this partnership happen. You know, I, I don't know that Barstool came out of its pocket for $2 million. I think there were ways to make it work to where, oh, maybe you don't need to pay me this much. Maybe you throw that to a player. But, hey, that's all part of the game now because as long as it doesn't touch your bank account first as a head coach, you're fine. So he used the rules the way the rules can yeah, be used. Yeah, yeah. And that's, what, that's what this is all about now is you got to use and abuse these rules until the rules change. Uh, because now, sir, it's like uh, you, you've always used the, the highway analogy. It's the Autobahn. There are no speed limits. It doesn't matter anymore. Yeah, oh, I, uh, without question. That is why we keep describing it the way that we have, is to say that this isn't like, oh, we find out so-and-so is a renegade program, and instead of going 70 on the highway, they're going 110, and at some point they're endangering the sport or people – to go along with the analogy, the other drivers. You know, you can go 80, 85, nobody says anything. You go 110, 120, somebody's calling it in, right? Yeah. But that's yeah. now gone. That's now gone. I tell you that Hugh Freeze is like, what the hell? I was five years too early. I was six <laughs> years too early. What the hell? It's all about timing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, no, it is. It's crazy. Now it's uh, everybody, it's a free-for-all. Uh, and it quite literally is because there doesn't seem to be rules um, regulating it. But uh it's a, it's a huge get for Dion. It's a huge day for Travis Hunter. It's a tough day for Florida State. There's no getting around that. But I, I, I think I'm, in a weird way, um, slightly more concerned because I feel like that's an outlier. I'm slightly more concerned with a few of the other players that Florida State didn't get, if that makes any sense. I understand the talent that he is. I also know that we're talking about an outlier and an outrageous situation that really nobody saw coming. Nobody, not Georgia, not Alabama, nobody. A lot of other schools wanted Travis Hunter. They didn't see this coming. But when you lose out on a few of the other kids that we've lost out on and you seem surprised by it or you're caught off guard by it, that's a problem. That's not a good look because they're not outliers. They're just regular kids hoping to change a program's fortune, and you have positions of need, in particular a receiver, and you keep whiffing on those. We got a problem on our hands there. It's Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio and War Chant TV. 
The Jeff Cameron Show, brought to you by Orange Theory Fitness. Two Tallahassee locations, Midtown on Thomasville Road, and Northside in the Village Common Shopping Center. Online at orangetheoryfitness.com. Welcome back, Jeff Cameron, 93.3 Real Talk Radio and War Chant TV. Really quickly, Tom, I have been remiss. All of this has been possible today, thanks to our friends at ABC Fine Wine and Spirits. Become an ABC Access member, and you'll earn points that add up to great benefits. There's a few to focus on, but uh, here we go. You want to look at this? You'll, you'll get access to over $500 in promotions and coupons each year. You'll get access to $10 off every $100 wine purchase. Boom. I like the vino. Uh, you'll get access to buy one, get one 10% off for singles, four packs, six packs of beer. I mean, a lot of people are looking at six packs of beer. A lot of people are looking at wine today. A lot of people are looking at the uh, the hard stuff today, buddy, but to go along with some canned cocktails and the like. You'll even get access to free bottles of wine and spirits. Uh, that's what you got to do. ABC's Access Reward Program. You're going to want to do it. Get signed up. That, Thanks, well, was a uh, that was a statewide buy for ABC because they're everywhere in the state of Florida, so they're near you. If you're around the state and you're pissed off today, just go to ABC on the way home. Maybe leave work a little bit early if you haven't left yet. Do whatever you need to do. But ABC Fine Wine and Spirits has uh, awesome specials. And also, if you've forgotten somebody on your Christmas list or your holiday list, just go there. They've got pre-wrapped and pre-packaged baskets with wine or, or spirits or cocktails, whatever you need. You're going to forget about somebody, so when you do, just stop by into ABC, and, and they've got it covered. Because who's going to say no to a nice bottle of wine or a nice bottle of bourbon that's wrapped up and presented all neatly? It's going to look like you had the personal touch. Let ABC put the personal touch on it for you. What uh, I know that Duffy was already uh, committed, but he has, we have not received the, uh, the letter yet, right? The actual uh, facts, if you will. Is that correct? I had a few people asking about that. I figured we should update them very quickly. Again, along the ticker, you can see the ones in which they have received the actual facts, if you will. And I know nobody faxes anymore, but you get the drift. Um, but what time is that expected? Like right around now? Very shortly? So we're in that neighborhood? It'd be nice. Uh, It'd be just to ease, quell... Uh, the fears of Florida State fans everywhere. Yeah, it's supposed to be uh, in, in the window of now. And uh, we can tell you that um, I'll add it finally to the crawl at the bottom, but the Azaria Thomas NIL, or sorry, I keep doing that. The LOI, the LOI has been faxed in. So he committed to Florida State. That was the news when we were getting started in this hour. But now it's official. The signature has made it to the other end of the fax machine. So uh, Florida State has added a four-star defensive back. But, yes, I mean, there's a chance that the Duffy news does come down during the show. It's just hard with today and the first domino that fell with Travis Hunter. And A.J. Duffy put out a, an emoji of a heartbroken uh, picture uh, after that news came down, just making sure that everything is solid. You know, Kenny Dillingham left this morning officially, and, uh, and then you know Travis Hunter is no longer a part of the class. So I'm sure that there's a lot of – working the phones right now, especially with Alex Atkins, the new offensive coordinator, to ensure that, hey, are we good? You still coming? Good. Glad to hear it. Let's get that letter in now. Do it right now. So we'll keep you updated as soon as it happens. Yeah, I, you know, you can always take it to mean however you want to want it to mean. Um, but when I when I see the broken heart emoji, if you will, since you just told me about that, I, I would think it's because he wanted to play with him, not because he's leaving, but rather because he's not going to have the opportunity to play with him at Florida State and stuff he's coming to Florida State. Uh, I, I wouldn't, you know, I don't, I don't view it as, oh, I'm heartbroken now, I'm leaving. Where are you going, AJ? I mean, I, I you know, 
he he's got options. I'm not saying he doesn't, but no, I think I think he's signing next, and I think he'll be in, and I think we're good to go. Uh, it will it will calm folks down when that happens, because then at that point, you know, you got to think about it. You will have brought in a quarterback, which is very necessary. You will have brought in a lot of quality offensive linemen. Uh, you've got quality players in the defensive backfield in this class, big time, even without Travis Hunter. Uh, so. You know, to me, I, I think I think that on the whole, in my favorite turn of phrase, if you will, that I say too much, uh, Florida State's going to sign a good class, given what they were. They're just not going to get the guy, the guy. And for that right. matter, that's why there's precedent that's been set today. That's been a, a kind of a stunning turn of events. Uh, not a lot of people saw it coming. Uh, certainly, Travis Hunter never hinted at it. Uh, and so I think that there's the shock. You know, I had somebody say, well, why are you shocked that uh, he would choose to to go to an HBCU, they're great places to go to college. Absolutely. Nobody's commenting on the quality of the university. It's that it's not a high-profile football school uh, at a major level that you would see on TV every week or that plays in the Power Five. And the kid was recruited by Alabama, Ohio State, Florida State, Florida, Georgia. You name the schools. He never hinted at it. So it does come as a surprise. And I think uh, in order to have the overall impact that it does, it had to be a surprise. It was something that you had to spring on everybody. It had to be something that would turn your head. And it no doubt absolutely turned people's heads today. It's the story of the early signing day period. There's not a bigger story, and there won't be a bigger story. It's just the four states on the wrong end of it. <laughs> and so it gets really tough again. You know, you, for, for every time you want to say, oh, wow, this is this is a game changer. What, what, what's what's going to happen from this point forward? What does college football recruiting look like as we not only get into February, but get into next year? Uh, what are we going to see? What significant shifts are we going to see? Yeah, that's that's the bigger story and the better discussion, but it's not an easy one to have today for Florida State fans. It's not an easy one to have today for Florida State fans. Well, the thing I'd say, and this is a great point by Abdel, because you've got to think about college athletics and now recruiting in football kind of like a salary cap in the NFL. Um, let's just say that there were 250,000 potato yeah, chips. Yeah, now all of a sudden you have that money and you can shift it towards another guy. This goes on in the real world all the time, yes. Mm -hmm. And nope, so <laughs> the answer is yes, Abdel. Now, it might not be for today. Maybe it's for a transfer. Maybe you save the you know the bullets for, for a big-time transfer. Who knows? Who knows? But I don't think magically um, whatever NIL funding was there for Travis Hunter goes away. I think it does absolutely get reallocated, yes. Yeah, you reallocate the funds and you go heavy on the next up on that list of a guy who's waffling. Or Yeah, it is going to be a brave new world. You don't have to yeah. like it, but it's a brave new world that uh, these coaches are now involved in, in in the world of recruiting. Wouldn't be fun for you or I. We're not big fans of having to kowtow and acquiesce to every 17-year-old's uh, whims, but that's the job of a college coach. And now that job just got a lot more difficult because it's not a matter of persuading somebody one way or the other. It's a matter of whether or not you can match funds. Hour number two, fourth coming. Stay with us. Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio and War Chant TV.